Welcome back to Distinct Nostalgia by MIM. More than a podcast. Brought to you in partnership with Life Rooms and Mersey Care NHS Foundation Trust. Staying well, staying home. So then, we've a treat for you as Christmas continues on Distinct Nostalgia. As many of you will know, beware, uh, as well as having uh, all our interviews with uh, uh, and reunions with uh, the stars of the past from TV and film and occasional documentaries too, we also, now and again, like to showcase drama and comedy, new drama and comedy. Often that's from our own team at Made in Manchester, which produces Distinct Nostalgia, but it can also be from other talented people who are being very creative. So I've got the great pleasure of introducing you to Flory and Dottie, played by Janice Fryatt and Lindsay Evis. Five sitcom shorts coming up. Enjoy. Distinct Comedy. Fresh and original. Florian Dotty, written by Janice Fryatt, with Lindsay Evis as Florrie and Janice Fryatt as Dotty. Episode 1 Tubby Mac Tubface, 9th of July, in Dotty's Kitchen. Get kettle on, Dotty, I'm thriping. Have you heard about her at number 38? Mrs. Wright? Emma, yeah. She's only gone and got herself an hot tub. Had it delivered this morning. Coffee time. Delivered? Yeah, with some sort of voice to get it over at Garden Wall from Ginnell. Is that it? An hot tub? Big roll? No, thanks, I'm slimming. I've got a nice finger waiting for me at home. So, what do you reckon? What does Emma Royds want with an hot tub? It's therapeutic, isn't it? It's a bath. I'll stick with one in my bathroom if it's all the same to you. A box of Radox and a loofah and I'm in spa heaven. Well, she's invited us round to help her christen it. You've got your cossie, haven't you? You might need to trim your lady garden a bit. We could take a bottle of Lambrini. It'll be just like Love Island. Love Island? Are you kidding? Lesbian Love Island more like if it's just us three. No, she's invited a few at Neighbours. Who? Herbert Widdop from Up St James's Passage. Herbert Widdop? Well, he won't be going, I'll tell you that for now. Why not? Hey, come on, spill the beans. Well, you know how he kept holidaying in Thailand and coming back raving about it? He's not moving there, is he? Not with his dodgy ticker? No, but someone's moved in with him. Who? His wife. Uh, But he just died ten years ago. What are you on about? His new wife. His Thai bride. You're having me on. No word of a lie. Ty Bride, at his age? I didn't know he had it in him. How old is she? Hard to tell. Early forties, same sort of age as Emma Royds. You've seen her? Well, only in his front garden as I walked past last week. He had no option but to introduce me. She was tending to his red-hot pokers. Didn't have much to say. Don't think she speaks the lingo. Is it, you know, a full marriage? Laurie, how do I know? I'm not interested. Me and Bill went hygienic years ago. Separate beds, you know. More about his kids? Well, they live away. They'll be too busy to be bothered. Bet they're not pleased about the way their inheritance is going, though. Still, saves money on care home bills. Novel way to get out of being shoved in an home. Mm, that's what I thought, but you can't say, can you? Hey, do you think they'd both like to come to the hot party? A uh, party, is it now? <laughs> Do you think Emma will be okay with this? The more the merrier. As long as we can all squeeze in. Well, but we'll be getting in. He's not steady on his pins. He'll have to sit on sidelines and watch. Four days later. 
Do you want a cuppa? Where's Bill? Feeding his fishing lean-to, he said. Probably dozed off. He's a lazy beggar. I don't know how you put up with him. It's his equivalent to what youngsters have these days. What do they call it? A man cave? I wonder if Herbert has a man cave. To get away from... Uh, what's her name? Sukon. Oh, nice name. What did she say it means? Lovely fragrance. More than can be said for Herbert. Why would he want to get away from her anyway? She's lovely. No reason, really. She's waiting on him hand and foot. Pass me the word as Sue come, and the TV choice. Pick up my stick, cut my toenails. Ooh, and while you're down there... <laughs> oh, do you really think? <laughs> Who knows? But he won't be getting that in a cur home. <laughs> <laughs> Obnob biscuit? Don't mind if I do. So, what do you think? Well, they're not my favourite. Give me a chocolate no, finger any day. Oh, I mean Sue Con. And Emma's tub, I suppose, but I'll stick to my guns on that. They're overrated. Just an oversized bath. Glorified paddling pool. With bubbles. Mind you, I did feel a bit uncomfortable with Herbert sitting there nursing half a bulmers and clicking away with his Nokia. I told you he wouldn't be taking a dip. But he only had eyes for his bride. He wasn't interested in you, Flurry. Even though you could have kept a crate of Bulmers in your cleavage in that cosy. When did you buy it? 1985? The cheeky wench. He'd better not be putting any photos of us on Facebook. Mm, I doubt he'd know how. Anyway, you're not on Facebook, so you won't know. Neither are you. You said it's banal. Well, it is. You don't see folk posting pictures of the dinner on the gate posts, do you? Or inscribing the details of their love life on the side of their house. You okay, on? <laughs> <laughs> Quite. It's the me, me, me culture. Narcoleptic. Narcissistic. Whatever. Do you think it's... True love, Herbert and Sukon. Nah, it's an arrangement. You're so cynical, Flo. You told me they met on holiday. How many holidays did you say he had in Thailand? I didn't. I just know that he'd been there a few times. Maybe you met up first time and kept going back till he was sure of his feelings. Till he was sure he had a deal more like. Well, I really liked her. She's going to come with me to Yoga Lattes. You are? Yoga Lattes. A cross between yoga and Pilates. Are you sure she knew what she were getting into with your yoga lattes? Still, she looks flexible. Anyway, I'll bet Herbert won't let her out of his sight. Don't be daft, she's not a slave. Hmm. I'll best be off. My lamb shank won't braise itself. See you later. Ta-ra, love. Don't get up. I'll see myself out. From Sukon. Help! Flurry! You have been listening to Flurry and Dotty, with Lindsay Evis as Flurry and Janice Fryatt as Dotty. Written by Janice Fryatt, edited and produced by John Fryatt, and dedicated to Carolyn Steele, a spinny audio production. Christmas on distinct nostalgia. When I ran out of children's books, I used to read from Woman's Home. Who knew a four-year-old would be gripped by an article on cross-stitch? We're uniting the ages with Generation Games, a series of comedy and drama monologues and duologues coming exclusively to distinct nostalgia. 
stories exploring connections, friendships, and relationships between people across different age groups, beginning with Missing You, starring June Brown and Sam Barnard. I like her, I said, and then silence. Pity that social worker of his can't do something useful for a change. Contact the noise abatement lot. Put in a complaint. I didn't want to be a lawyer, but what can you do? Missing You by Richard Vergette with the legendary June Brown this Christmas only on Distinct Nostalgia. Distinct Nostalgia. More than a podcast. Drama. Fresh and original. We're not here to cause damage. We just want a hearing to be heard like any citizen of this country. Distinct Drama presents Sylvia. Men working in the same factory have time for lunch simply because they are men. Written by Leslie Strachan and directed by Colin Guthrie. You have no voice here. Only the father has the right to ask. Distinct Drama presents a powerful exploration of the relationship between the Pankhurst sisters. We will not bargain for the vote. Burn, maybe. Not bargain. A Leslie Strachan production. Your hunger strikes are not for nothing. We will not be eclipsed by who my sister is sleeping with. Available to listen now. Search for Distinct Drama wherever you get your podcasts or go to distinctnostalgia.com. Christabel is losing the membership. Militancy surrounds us. The government is running scared. That is the opportunity. How can you be so blind? Florrie and Dottie, written by Janice Fryatt, with Lindsay Evis as Florrie and Janice Fryatt as Dottie. Episode 2. Lockdown Lard. 28th of July in Dottie's kitchen. By heck, Florrie, you're a sight for sore eyes. Just let me get a breath back. You've been running. No flies on you, Dottie. Gypsy Queen? No thanks, Satan. I'm on a health kick. Well, you don't look very healthy right now. You've got a funny colour. You don't collapse on me, will you? I don't fancy giving you the kiss of life. You should come with me. No, thanks. I'll stick to my yoga lattes. How far did you run? Just round the block. I'm doing that couch to 5k thing. You go by minutes. How many minutes, then? One. One? Yeah, one at a time. You walk a bit. Then you run a bit. So how long did you do that for? About five minutes. Five minutes. <laughs> Move over, Kelly Holmes. It's Dame Kelly and she's retired. Probably does yoga lattes now like you. Here, have you got any of that HRT milk? It's healthier than cows. It's UHT and it still comes from cows. What's got into you anyway? I thought I'd try and lose a bit of weight for me holes. Have you tried Slimming World? No, not since last time. I got fed up. They tell you what you can't eat. And they weigh you. Yeah, and? And I can't be doing with it. I thought I'd try exercise instead. That couch thing's meant to be good, but to be honest, all I could feel were my back fat jiggling. Bingo wings a go-go. Do you know how long you'd have to run for to lose a pound in weight? Go on. Five hours, 48 minutes. Get away. I've lost more than a pound of a shit. Florrie, there's more calories in that gypsy cream than you've used in your so-called run. Who says? That doctor on breakfast TV. What's his name? You know, the bloke with girl's name. You'd be best off just giving up biscuits. Maybe I should just try Slimming World again. Good plan. 
Emma at number 38 swears by Slimming World. Oh, great. Says it's worked for her seven times now. Very funny. <laughs> I don't know why you're kowtowing to the patriarchy anyway. The patriarchy? Have you been watching Loose Women again? I just want to lose me lockdown lard, me rona baby. Why though? Who are you trying to attract? No one. Well, apart from my TikTok fans. <laughs> Get away with you. Joking. Well, maybe I should join you. I've got a bit of a rona baby too. Developed a craving for Bertie Bassett during lockdown. Come again? Licorice all sorts. I haven't had any for a quarter of a century but suddenly couldn't get enough of them. Well, at least the licorice will keep you regular. <laughs> oh, yeah. I put the sugar. Tell you what, I'll join you in a run. Oh, will you? That's great. Yeah. Come on, Dame Kelly. Race you to the pub. You have been listening to Florrie and Dotty, with Lindsay Evis as Florrie and Janice Fryatt as Dotty. Written by Janice Fryatt, edited and produced by John Fryatt, and dedicated to Carolyn Steele, a spinny audio production. We'll be back after a quick break. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Nah, man. So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little? You mean? Yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying. Oh, yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. Oh, yeah. trying to get them on there. Yeah. Look, look, look. We all artists, man. We go. You feel me? We gonna have this like. Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kai, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right now. With this I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I gotta don't lie. Play don't it, play with it. No. Take that shit seriously. This year has claimed the lives of far too many people to coronavirus. One of the many we lost was the great comedian Eddie Large, one half of that fabulous double act, Little and Large. And he's asked, you know, when did you meet and all that? And he'd have the sort of stock answers, you know, oh, we met by accident, and, you know, I ran him over on a zebra crossing, you know, <laughs> things like that. In a special interview this Christmas, Sid Little remembers his longtime comedy partner and their years together making people laugh. I'd be stood there and Eddie'd go like, uh, you know, look at him. If he turned sideways and stuck his tongue out, it looked like a zip. If he had four more navels, he'd look like a flute. You know, <laughs> you know when he wears his blue suit, he looks like a, a refill for a viral. Because you know, I was thin, I was really skinny, and Eddie was on the stocky side. And that's when the comedy started coming in. That's Little Remembers Large, this festive season, only on Distinct Nostalgia. More than a podcast. Distinct comedy, fresh and original. Hello, officer, I want to report a robbery. A new series about the secret world of nocturnal security. Yeah, I ordered a Chinese from the Golden Moon and they forgot to send me a can of Coke. A distinct comedy presentation. Well, yeah, I consider it an emergency. I'm gasping here. That idiot on the day shift stolen the last of my flicking tea bags. Barry Pigeon protects. Well, I'm telling you, if you lot don't sort this out, it's going to be like big trouble in Little China down here. Follow the exploits of Barry Pigeon, the best night security guard in Chorley, as he discusses everything from his wife... She was too big for Zumba, so she signed up for Bumba. It's like Zumba, only they just sit on their arse and flap their arms around a bit. ...to his favourite food. I love eggs, bloody love them. 
poached, scrambled, fried, <laughs> scotched, cream. I love them all. From Andrew Birtwell and Kurt Brooks, starring Roe David McClelland, and guest starring Royston Mayo and Bruce Jackson. Columbo meets Sherlock, that's me. Barry Pigeon protects. I know what people think about this job, but it's not all sitting on your ass, drinking brews and watching Challenge TV. Uh, I sometimes bring a book as well. Watch now at distinctnostalgia.com. Flory and Dotty, written by Janice Fryatt, with Lindsay Evis as Flory and Janice Fryatt as Dotty. Episode 3, Michaelmas Daisy, Sunday the 6th of September, Flory's Front Garden. Hey Dotty, on your way back from church? All things bright and beautiful. Don't start, it's been a right palaver this morning. Fancy a cuppa. Have you got out stronger? Oh, I see. Proper case of thirst after righteousness. Oh, if you're so oofy with it all, why don't you come to church with me? Not on your nelly. Not after, you know, the nuns. Yeah, that were years ago. I know, but G&T, dear. Perfect. Make it a large one. I think I might be done with church myself after today. Oh, what happened this time? Did Chris the Cross drop the crucifix again? Chris got banned after he swigged the communion wine on Mother's Day, remember? Oh, yeah. Janet whacked you in the face with the hot handbag, did she? Janet was a tad over-enthusiastic with swinging the thurible, to give it its proper name. Added too much incense as usual, nearly choked to death in the choir stalls. I thought singing were banned now since the Rona. Yeah, but we sit up there anyway. Better to be behind the pulpit when Father Phil gets going, quoting Greek and Hebrew, the rest of them have to pretend to understand. While you lot are pulling faces like seven-year-olds. Aye, (laughs) even though we are average age 72. Ted the Tenor keeps checking his watch because he's put his roast in. And Ed the Organ checks his grinder account on his phone. We zone out and pass the cough candy round. I hope nobody actually coughs. Yep, Pat coughs to cover up the noise of us unwrapping them. Causes panic among the old dears on the front row. Don't you wear masks? We do. It's a right performance by the time we've got our robes, collars and jabbets on. Jabbets? It sounds like Star Wars. Do you think Jesus meant you to do all this dressing up? Not to mention cross-dressing. I mean, he just wandered round in sandals and an old sheep banging on about loving thy neighbour. Well, it's symbolic, innit? I don't get it either. I just go there for the singing and the boozy afternoon teas, but today I just about lost my rag. Well, go on. Well, before we went in, Will the Warden was going on about last week's car boot sale and we'd made £368.29p. I said, fantastic, will we donate it to the local food bank? And he said, no, we'll be able to buy that fancy Christmas altar cloth I've had my eye on. What? I don't even have a special Christmas tablecloth in my house. What did you say? I said it were a waste of money and we should help the poor and he said we can pray for him. Cop out. And Father Phil droned on about the beggar at the gate and if we can't find Jesus in him, then we won't find him in the holy sacraments of some such. What the heck does that mean? Not sure. I think it means God is in everyone. Anyway, that were it. Nothing practical, just let us pray. What's the use of praying and then doing that? I, I mean, it's just talking to yourself, really. Prayer, isn't it? I suppose so. But then, there were a right kerfuffle during the offertory hymn. 
someone ran off with the collection plate. I saw Will and Janet bundling someone out the north door. I thought, maybe it was a tramp. But isn't the church open to all? You'd think. Anyway, I'd had enough, so I didn't stay for coffee. Fancied a G&T instead. And at the bottom of the path, I saw someone sitting on the ground, half in the bushes, with a carrier bag stuffed with, I don't know, clothes, maybe. And I could hear he was crying. So... I speeded up and said hello, but he just got up and scarpered. Did you catch him? Uh, you've got to be careful, Dot. You don't know what. They might not No, I just stood there with me gob open because I recognised him. It was Chris the Cross. You have been listening to Florrie and Dotty, with Lindsay Evis as Florrie and Janice Fryatt as Dotty. Written by Janice Fryatt, edited and produced by John Fryatt, and dedicated to Carolyn Steele. A spinny audio production. As Birds of a Feather returns to ITV for a Christmas lockdown special, Distinct Nostalgia talks exclusively to the show's creators as we kick off a new series about comedy writing legends. Dorian became a gay icon, so it suddenly appealed not just to the family, but to all these guys. From Birds of a Feather to Goodnight Sweetheart, via the new statesman with Rick Mayle, Lawrence Marks and Maurice Gran are among the masters of British comedy. Goodnight Sweetheart is the series more than any other we've written where we get letters three, four times a week saying, when is it coming back? When is it coming back? And they'll tell us all about this year's Birds of a Feather Christmas special. We persuaded ITV there was a way of making it without Pauline. Obviously, it would have to have some new characters and be a different sort of mix. And if the audience like it, and they want some more, it would be delighted if Pauline suddenly says, I'd like to do a couple. Comedy Writing Legends. The series kicks off this Christmas with Birds of a Feather's Marks and Gran. Only on Distinct Nostalgia. More than a podcast. Three men. One sketch show. Not enough time. What are you doing? I'm, uh, I'm just recording our new promo for Distinct Comedy. What's with the voice? I, I, you know, I just wanted to make it all big and exciting. Build up the tension. Build the tension for what? For listening. It's a sketch show, not a blockbuster film. You just need to say something like, Hey, we're the imaginary people. Listen to our sketch show on Distinct Comedy. You might like it, if you're into that kind of thing. Huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's all right, actually. Oh, well, you better be quick before the time runs out. The Imaginary People on Distinct Comedy. Listen wherever you get your podcasts and at distinctnostalgia.com. As well as amazing TV and film nostalgia, this podcast is also home to an epic radio quiz where listeners just like you go head-to-head on their favourite TV shows and films and put their general knowledge to the test. There's a bonus point if you can sing the theme tune, but I know you're not going to, are you? Skippy, 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 the bush kangaroo is all I can remember. Yeah, well, that that earns you a point. Yeah, I'll go for that. The fifth season of the Distinct Nostalgia Mind of the Month quiz is almost here, and it needs you. Prisoner cell block... Cell block B. Prisoner cell block H. Simply choose your favourite TV show or film 
and get in touch at distinctnostalgia.com. Have a go at three British films. Just have a guess. Oh, Whistle Down the Wind, Carry On Up the Kyber. Um, no, this is rubbish. I'm sorry. No, I don't <laughs> that, know. <laughs> that, they're not bad attempts, actually. And the two leading minds from across the month compete head-to-head in the final for a coveted Distinct Nostalgia mug. It's almost like a trophy. The Mind of the Month quiz. What kind of programme was The Smoking Room? Oh, I've never heard of it. I don't know oh. if I can accept that. That's another cracker, isn't it? They uh, always are. <laughs> Only here. Take 23. Distinct Comedy presents... Oh, hello. I'm uh, I'm Jolien Carp. I'm, uh, I'm doing a voiceover. Oh, hello. Experience a day in the life of voiceover guy. Take 13. I'm playing a pirate. Are you sure you're in the right place? Written and performed by Jonathan Kidd. Take 24. Aha! Splice the main brace, me hearties. Get on down to Captain Jacob's boat supplies. Sail is now on. Get it? Oh, good. Let's treat that one as a run-through. Aha! Available now on the Distinct Comedy Podcast. OK, then. Can we do a series of less piratical wild ahas in threes and we'll splice them on? That OK, Paul? The trials and tribulations of a life spent in voiceover. Sorry, I only have two lemon with honey. I'd like my coffee. I shall scream without a coffee. New and original comedy. Or softer. Aha! Well, actually, on reflection, I'm not happy with them. I like what we had, all rough and piratey. Listen on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or I might have to give you a black spot. That was blood out of a stone. Won't use him again. Eh! Florian Dotty, written by Janice Fryatt, with Lindsay Evis as Flory and Janice Fryatt as Dotty. Episode 4, Playing Hooger. 3rd of October at the supermarket. Oh, hi, Florrie. I didn't recognise you with your mask on. I don't want to be recognised. That's the good thing about these masks. You can avoid what you don't like. I've just seen her from number 69 by the fish fingers. I don't want to get caught up. Mm. Masks steam up my glasses, but they do keep my nose warm. I wanted a nose cosy for years. In fact, I crocheted myself one once. You were like a mankini for the nose. There's been a run on patio eaters. Then your new bog rolls. What are you on about? Well, you can't get one for love and money now. There's none in B&Q or online. I thought I'd try here. What do you want with a patio eater at this time of year? Everyone's doing up their outdoor space since we can't go on holiday. And when we keep getting these extra lockdowns, we can only meet in garden. Oh, I can't keep track of all these rules. Anyway, you're not going to sit in your backyard in winter. I am. We are going in for this higgy lifestyle. You are? It's Scandi. Higgy or Higgy, something like that. Outdoor living, whatever the weather. Oh, you mean hygge. Whatever. I saw it on Loose Women. I've rounded up a load of old blankets that used to be on the bed before I went all continental with my quilts. And me and Mick sit outside with our cocoa, wrapped up and cosy. Like old folk? No, more like Scandi old folk. And Scandi young folk do it too. I want a fire pit next. Good God. Aren't you worried about setting fire to all that old bedding? Or the smell of smoke on your Victoria's Secrets? I wonder if hemorrhoids is going higgy too. Oh, it'd be lovely wrapping up in fluffy robes after getting out of a tub and sitting looking at the stars. Oh, she'd catch her death. Not with patio eater on. If she could get one. Mad. I'm happy in my lounge with me Ugg slippers, a glass of Pinot and a bag of mini cheddars watching me soaps. Mm, lucky for some. 
What do you mean? Well, we're both lucky, really. I mean, we've got a roof over our heads, food, didn't Fudge? More than can be said for some folk. I know. I saw that footballer on news going on about free school dinners. Mind you, never got out free when we were kids. Paid our way. Never took no handouts from no one. You might not have noticed, Dotty, but there's a pandemic on. Folk have lost their jobs or have the wages cut with that furlong scheme. Furlough. Whatever. But it's harder for young families these days. Oh, yeah. With their iPhones and flat screen tellies. They should give up smoking if they want to feed the kids. Do you really think that, Dot? Ain't your church doing something to help? Hmm, well, that lot would sooner buy a new chasuble than give to the poor, but they have been going on about the food bank a bit more recently. That's it. That's what we should do. You must have some spur tins of summer in your trolley, Dot. Or you could donate your mini cheddars and stop feeding that Rodner baby of yours of an evening. You are. Let's get a few extra tins and take it to the food bank place. I think the community centre collects stuff and dishes it out Sundays. Oh, here we are. You go in. I don't. I don't feel comfortable here. I'd rather give anonymously. Oh, come on, Dot. We'll just dump this lot and go for a cuppa. We don't have to hang about. Mm. Dot? Dot, get a wiggle on. What are you stirring at? Dottie, what's up? It's her. My food bank desk. It's so con. You have been listening to Florrie and Dottie with Lindsay Evis as Florrie and Janice Fryatt as Dottie. Written by Janice Fryatt, edited and produced by John Fryatt and dedicated to Carolyn Steele, a Spinny Audio production. New to distinct nostalgia. Dale, how the hell did I end up here? Based on a true story. What choice do you have? Tell the world that Rock Hudson is gay? You're a good-looking kid. I don't have anyone else on my books like you. How about I start to represent you? A moving 40-minute drama based on the life and career of Rock Hudson. Yes! Good boy. You just made the best decision of your life. Written by Tim Fountain and starring Michael Xavier and Betty Bourne. Rock! Rock? Strong. Masculine. Rock Fitzgerald? Not Fitzgerald. Sounds Irish. Nebraska, Washington, Hudson. Hudson. What about Rock Hudson? Get your coat on. I'm going to introduce Rock Hudson to Hollywood. Listen here on the Distinct Nostalgia podcast or go to distinctnostalgia.com. we got to do something about your voice, kid. We're going to snap your vocal cords. What? Ah. Uh, louder. Ah. Uh, louder. Uh. <laughs> Rock. Winner of the BBC's first ever online audio drama award. Look, Dale. I'm dying of this godforsaken disease and pretty soon thousands, maybe millions, will die the same way. Dear Miss Jones, may I call you Clementina? Firstly, may I say how nice it was to meet you in the park yesterday? Distinct Comedy presents Letters from one Border Terrier pup to another. Apparently, socks that cannot accommodate toes because they have large holes where said toes should be fail to fulfil any real purpose. Based on true events seen through canine eyes. I now know that I'm definitely afraid of both heights and, not surprisingly, of 
Big ladies. Dear Clementina, search for distinct comedy wherever you get your podcasts. Sincerely yours, Stanley Burke. Woof. Florrie and Dotty, written by Janice Fryatt, with Lindsay Evis as Florrie and Janice Fryatt as Dotty. Episode 5, Round Robins. 8th of December in Dotty's kitchen. Well, that were a turn up for Books. Sue Con. Yeah, well it certainly gave me a bit of a turn seeing her like that. Aye, you were white as a sheet. I thought I were going to have to scrape you off pavement. I thought she was safe in that women's refuge away from Herbert. I didn't expect to see her down the food bank. Good that she's got a job, though. Sure she's settled and doing okay. It's just that, with her qualifications, it's sad that she's just cleaning the box at the community centre. Slice of log. Go on, then. It's nearly Christmas. It's just about Advent, but, yeah, after the year we've had. Hey, fancy a Baileys? Oh, go on, then. Here I had my first Christmas card today from my cousin in Sydney. No newsletter in it. I suppose folk don't have as much news this year. What with the Rona? Oh, those Christmas round robins do my head in. It's just folks showing off. Well, we've got Facebook for that now. Tell the truth. They're my guilty pleasure. Give me a good laugh, but I never send one. Well, they'll be different this year. Oh, aye. In January, we'd never even heard of Zoom. The word unprecedented has had unprecedented usage. Our children didn't get their usual amazing exam results because of an algorithm. My hands are red raw from all the sanitising. My husband loves to see me in marigolds and damask. He does he, Dot? He's a dark horse, you're Oh, girl. I'm still playing round robins. I am now fluent in Mandarin and have just completed my first novel. I put on three stone, but my husband says he likes it. No, your mick has no room to talk. No, I haven't put three stone on. I'm just playing. I know. Anyway, how's it going at Slimming World? Don't ask. I'm sick of banana cake. I thought bubbles came in pots with a little ring to blow through. Oh, they're to be found in Emma's hot tub. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, um... What are you doing for Christmas, Flo? Well, we haven't planned anything. What with all this chopping and changing the rules. Told her we're down an early to stay putting Milton Keynes in case Boris puts the kibosh on it and they end up with no turkey. Mm, and... We've done the same with our Matt and Tom. But they've managed to book an holiday in Sitches, so it'll just be me and Bill. I'm not sure I can cope with just me and Mick. Hey, why don't you come to us? We can form a Christmas bauble. <laughs> <laughs> I've ordered a big bird. But I was wondering, I saw Chris the Cross back at church last week. He's in some sheltered housing cleaning up his act. I had wondered about asking him over for Christmas dinner. Better forget about the mulled wine then. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a good idea. Hey, but wait, what about Sukon? Oh, yeah. But then we'd be over the limit for Boris's rules. Well, you could come to us. Hey, yeah, we might as well go all out. We're loving thy neighbour. We've gone all higgy in the backyard. Cougar. Yeah, whatever. You can have six outside, so we'd be legal. And we've got a fire pit and lot. You can warm your cockles, toast your marshmallows and drink mulled wine. Oh, Flo, that'd be lovely. Hey, shall I bring a figgy pudding? Higgy figgy! (laughs) And pigs in blankets. Piggy, piggy! <laughs> Goodwill to all men. Even Herbert. No, 
not Herbert. <laughs> Goodwill to all women then. And Chris the Cross. And Bill and Mick. Mm, I suppose so. As long as they don't expect a Christmas box. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers! We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good tidings we bring to you and your kin. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy been listening to Florrie and Dotty, with Lindsay Evis as Florrie and Janice Fryatt as Dotty. Written by Janice Fryatt, edited and produced by John Fryatt, and dedicated to Carolyn Steele, a Spinny Audio Production. And hopefully we'll have more from Florrie and Dotty in the future. Meantime, we know that Janice and Lindsay are huge fans, so let's have a reminder of what's already on Distinct Nostalgia and is still to come on Distinct Nostalgia as we continue to celebrate and mark Corrie at 60. It's been on our tellies for six decades and we're big fans here at Distinct Nostalgia. And we're so passionate about our love for Corrie that we've put together some real treats for our listeners as we delve into the show's history this December. I was supposed to be both at university and uh, he was trying to sort of break out of this little backstreet world to better himself, really. It wasn't usual for people from some street like Coronation Street to go to university. He, he changed the mode. And of course, people were in those times. They were beginning to go to university. We're right back to the very first episode with Ken Barlow's very first girlfriend and Alan Rothwell, who played Ken's brother, David Barlow. Coronation Street went out live to start with. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, of course. Well, that was terrifying. Yes, yeah. You had to do a half an hour of television. Yes, and get it right. And get it right, yeah. 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 Staying in the 60s, and Kenneth Cope tells us how wooing Violet Carson, Ina Sharples, landed him a role in the show as Minnie Caldwell's lodger, Sonny Jim. She got me under the viaduct and started shouting at me, pointing a finger, pointing a finger and saying, get out, go away from here. People like you, 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 you don't deserve to be here. Get out and never come back, never come out. Go away, go away, go away. And our heads got closer and closer and closer. So there's a slight pause and I said, give us a kiss. And it just brought the house down, everybody. The whole crew just laughed their heads off. From our own archives, we bring you never-before-broadcast anecdotes from Jean Alexander and Betty Driver. It was Ina Sharples, Margot Bryant uh, that played Minnie Caldwell, me, Julie Goodyear, Jean Alexander that played Hilda Ogden, and that we all used to be together and do scenes just of conversation, which I miss now. We should do more of that. Meanwhile, Amanda Barry and Chris Bisson remember their time on Coronation Street. I went in initially into the shop, Jim's Cafe, as it was then. I was invited in there to sack Pat Phoenix. Oh. <sighs> you know, I, mean, I was actually leading Lady in the West End and doing me better. But actually going there to do... Now, you talk about nerves. She was the leading lady of Coronation oh, Street, wasn't she? But it wasn't that. It was that it was unreal. It was surreal. Everybody says it, and it's true. You're completely surreal to go into there and go... You couldn't concentrate. You were going, concentrate a man that is not Elsie... It, it, is Elsie Turner? Is Elsie Turner? I'm talking to Elsie Turner. I don't know what I'm going to say next. I'm just. This is what you do. It was like being, in the, waking, being very 
in the middle of a dream and you're going, concentrate, Amanda, who wants to <laughs> supposedly an actress. Get on with it, yeah. We'll also have interviews with Julie Hesmondalch and Bruce Jones and many more. And we've a very special dose of Distinct Nostalgia's Mind of the Month quiz too, as we put Corrie's superfans to the test on their knowledge of those six decades, with some rather special guests asking some of the questions. Hello, I'm Thelma Barlow. Hello, I'm Stephen Arnold. I'm Philip Lowry. My name's Nick Cochran. Hi, I'm Martin Hancock. Hello, everybody. My name's Madge Hindle. Make sure you join us for all the fun. And don't forget to trawl our archives for loads of other Corrie interviews. Thelma Barlow, Steve Arnold, Nick Cochran, Chris Quinton, Chloe Newsom, Philip Lowry, Sherry Hewson, Madge Hindle, Martin Hancock, Tupeli Dorgu, stars from every decade of the world's longest-running drama serial. Celebrating Corrie at 60, this December, from Distinct Nostalgia.